Welcome to Proclaiming Justice, a podcast from PJTN that focuses the light of truth on vital issues in today's headlines that impact every American. I'm your host, Laurie Cardoza-Moore, founder and president of Proclaiming Justice to the Nations, and I'm here to educate, motivate, and activate you to action. I want to arm you with the truth and the facts you'll need to fight and preserve our constitutional republic and uphold the Judeo-Christian values our nation was founded upon. Welcome to Proclaiming Justice, a PJTN podcast, and I'm your host, Laurie Cardoza-Moore. If you missed the last episode of this podcast, you will find it and our previous podcast lineup on our website at pjtn.org, as well as all the other platforms that you use to access your favorite podcasts. On this week's podcast, I have invited Itamar Marcus, author, president, and founder of Palestinian Media Watch, an Israeli research institute that monitors and analyzes Palestinian society from a broad range of perspectives. I also want to remind our audience that as a PJTN watchman, it's our biblical duty to listen and share this and all of our previous podcasts with your family and friends so that they can take action against the issues that threaten our republic and the state of Israel. So please remember to like and share. As it goes with Israel, so shall it go with America. Itamar, thank you so much for joining me on Proclaiming Justice. Let's start with an update on the status of the war in Gaza. Well, the war in Gaza is, uh, from a military point of view, it's going well. Uh, we've conquered uh, a good good portion of uh, the Gaza Strip, the northern part. We're fighting now in the south. We've killed many of the top Palestinian leaders. So from a military point of view, it's going well. Uh, on the personal level for, for every Israeli, uh, there's not a day that goes by without more Israelis uh, being killed, more Israeli soldiers now. And every day, uh, they're not just names and numbers. We, we hear the interviews with the families, with the brothers and sisters, with the parents. Um, and it's just uh, very, very painful. It's very painful. So. The war is progressing militarily, but it is very painful. Yeah, we we want you to know, and all Israelis and the Israeli government, that Americans, you have our full support. We are praying for all of you. We're doing what we can here in the United States and in other parts. We have people from all over the globe who listen to this podcast. And so our hearts and our prayers go out to all of you, all of the families, the hostages, that are in in this horrible situation. So we're so grateful to have you on to give us this update and really to talk about more about what's happening with Palestinian Media Watch and and the fact that you started this organization because you wanted to use it as a tool to expose the mindset, the mentality, the agenda by Hamas, by the Palestinians. Um, let's talk about this propaganda war, and how serious is the disinformation campaign against the state of Israel? Well, first, let me say that what you said is absolutely correct. We wanted to expose uh, the the goals and intention of the Palestinian Authority and, and Hamas. And what we've been trying to show, and actually showing leaders around the world, leaders in Congress and in European parliaments and in, and in the White House many times I was there, we're showing them that 
there is no difference between the Palestinian Authority, which is funded by the United States, and Hamas, which is a United States-designated terror organization. Mm-hmm. Hamas says that the endgame goal is destruction of Israel. The Palestinian Authority says the same. The Hamas teaches its people that it's a religious war against Jews for Allah, and the Palestinian Authority teaches its people the same. So that is the critical message that we've been trying to get to the world, is that you can't, on the one hand, condemn Hamas terror, and on the other hand, support the identical ideology and the identical terror promotion that's coming from the Palestinian Authority. It's been this, uh, I would say, this mistake of the international community mm-hmm. that very much led to what happened on October 7th, because the funding that they've given to the Palestinian Authority, which has raised a generation of of now no longer children, but has raised a generation of 20-year-olds um, who believe that this is a religious war for Allah and that every Jew that they kill, they're bringing the world closer to redemption. Once people believe that, of course they're going to join Hamas in this kind of terror. And it was funded by the United States. And it was funded by Europe. And they were told, because I was in Congress many times telling them, and in European parliaments telling them, so this is a failure, not just of Israeli intelligence in the last you know, weeks before the attack, but it's a failure of the international community that literally created uh, this Palestinian Authority and Hamas ideology. Yes, you know, years ago, you know that we we started our education initiative at PJTN exposing a uh, Pearson published textbook that had an anti-Semitic quote in it that legitimized Palestinians blowing themselves up in a Jerusalem restaurant because they were waging a war against Israeli government policies and army actions. Fast forward, here we are 11 years later, and we're watching American university students and even high school students who are protesting and siding with a terrorist group. And with the recent poll we're going to talk about in just a a bit, but the Harvest-Harris poll that just came out about the large number of young people who who support the terrorism against the Jewish state, against innocent Israelis, men, women, and children. So if we continue to feed and fuel our children with this garbage, then we can't be surprised that now we see it happening even in the streets of America, which is absolutely outrageous. You know, Itamar, you've had, um, you've exposed some of the shows that have been uh, produced by, with using UN dollars, which are some of our U.S. tax dollars, using our tax dollars to fund this education, using Europe's uh, tax dollars to fund this garbage. How has the world, how is the world giving us examples of what we have funded? How is the world complicit in this, this horrifying incident that's unfolding, this war that's unfolding in Israel, in Gaza? The when 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 we can show uh, Palestinian Authority um, television programs, for example, which are funded directly by the Palestinian Authority budget, which was funded for years by the United States and Europe, and and still is today in by many countries, and we show them to have kids saying that they learned in school today that they have to kill Jews, that they learn in schools that they have to be 
the martyr for Allah, that there's nothing better than being a martyr for Allah. They learn to shoot, shoot, shoot. All these are poems and statements, sometimes by children as young as five and six and seven uh, on TV. Uh, and, and it's literally a brainwashing before the children are even old enough to have filters to understand what they're saying. Last week on TV, we saw probably 30 or 40 kids uh, screaming uh, repeatedly in the streets where a million martyrs marching to Jerusalem. Now, the children were probably between the ages of five and ten, um, and they were screaming a million martyrs marching to Jerusalem over and over and over again. And for what they've done is they've made these kids believe that if you if you die fighting Israel, if you put yourself in a situation where you're killed, then you're a hero. Then you're a hero. You're, God, you're Allah's chosen. You can't become a martyr, a shaheed in the Arabic, unless Allah chooses you. So that if you die, it means you were chosen. Uh, it's crazy. Instead of the people who live and produce and, and bring goodness to the world, no, it's the people who fight Israel and die doing it. Those are the ones who Allah has chosen. And this is explicit Palestinian Authority messaging to its people. So uh, now, and again, it was funded by the West because we've shown them all these videos over the years. And what they do is they say, oh, 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 we have to stop this. And and I know what happens is they, they would then meet with Mahmoud Abbas and he would say, oh, that's terrible. I'm trying to do my utmost to stop it as if he's not connected. Well, of course it was lies. And of course it was all directed from the top. And of course he... He's the one who appointed the head of Palestinian Authority Television and all the heads that there ever have been. Uh, so we know this is a directive coming from the top. Uh, and like I said, we we weren't surprised at Palestinian Media Watch that they tried to do October, October 7th. We were surprised at the success, but the motivation we weren't surprised about. It's shocking, actually, to see. I know that some of the, the videos that you have exposed in the past. Um, I remember watching cartoons on Palestinian TV of children, and these are kindergarten children with knives in their hand, trying to stab the president, the current president of the United States of America. And when you subject children to this mentality at a young age, you can't expect a different reaction from them. These children hear this, and this is this is the problem. This is a problem that we're facing in the West. It's a problem that we're facing in the United States of America because of education. And ladies and gentlemen, the reason why I wanted Itamar to be on this program, to come and share this with you, is to show you, to communicate to you how critically important education is. That if we don't teach an accurate perspective of education, of history in the United States of America and Middle East history, we are going to lose our children likewise. In fact, again, we see young people marching in the streets with Palestinian flags calling for a ceasefire when most of these kids are clueless to what is actually what what happened on the 7th of October. Yeah, can I just say what's, what, I, and I agree with you completely, the education in the States, in the United States, for, for many years now, uh, has been to depict Israel as this evil country, as Palestinians to be victims, no education about the fact that 
Israel had the history in the land, and even so, Israel was willing to compromise and accept the Palestinian Arab state already in 1947 and after the UN decision, and then later on we were willing, uh, and, and there were so many you know, concrete proposals by Israel to, to, to create a Palestinian state, and the Palestinians have rejected every single one. The Palestinians preferred to continue to be terrorists and to continue to claim they were victims. And this message that they are victims is what they have disseminated around the world. The world loves to side with the victim. The world children love the Cinderella story and they identify and they want to uh, they want to be, you know, they want to be like that Cinderella. Well, the Palestinians have presented themselves as the poor, poor Cinderella over the years uh, who's been suffering uh, at the hands of Israel. And the American media has bought into it. And I don't even blame the the young Americans today for, for, for running out with those Palestinian flags because they have no idea. They believe they're holding a flag for Cinderella and they don't realize that they're actually holding it for the Wicked Witch. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're. Ab- that's a great point. Um, no, we w- there's. I want to just give our audience a couple of examples of what we've recently found in some of the textbooks, and this is how subtle the indoctrination starts. Because as Itamar was just talking about the history, these kids have no history; they're not taught an ac- accurate perspective of history. But some of the content in the textbooks, like for example, in Middle East um, uh, curriculum. We have stories of Abraham leaving Ur of the Chaldees and going to Palestine. Well, when Abraham went to Ur or left Ur of the Chaldees, he didn't go to Palestine. It was Canaan. Palestine didn't come along until the Roman period. Then there's another example that we found that Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt to Palestine. Well, there again. When Moses was leading the Israelites to the promised land, it was the land of Canaan. It's these very subtle nuances that are interjected into the, the curriculum or the, the program to make to already start preparing our kids so much so that when that parent came, came to us a decade ago with the anti-Semitic quote in the textbook, her son came home, I'll never forget the story. Her son came home. This is a ninth grader. He was homeschooled up until ninth grade. It's his first couple of months in a public high school. And he came home questioning his faith, questioning the veracity of the Bible. He asked his mother, who has legitimate rights to the land of Israel? And she asked him, what does the Bible say? And he said, I know what the Bible says. But tell me the truth. Who has legitimate rights to the land of Israel? So, Itamar, you were talking about, um, you know, how um, this hatred of these Arabs is being provoked and how they're using God and their religion to legitimize this, this hatred. Yeah, that's absolutely the correct thing. So what I mentioned before had to do with Palestinian nationalism. The Palestinian Authority also says that this is a religious war for Allah. And it's not just a religious war for land. They say it's a religious war against the Jews. There's an Islamic source 
It's called a hadith. It's Islamic tradition attributed to Muhammad. And one of those sources says that the hour of resurrection won't come until Muslims fight the Jews and kill them. And then it goes on to say the final Jews will hide behind rocks and trees. And the rocks and trees are actually going to speak. And they're going to say, Muslim, servant of Allah, there's a Jew behind me, come and kill him. It's a literally a prophecy of extermination of the Jewish people by Muslims as a condition for redemption of humanity. Now, there are other Muslims who interpret it differently, but the Palestinian Authority doesn't. They say this is what's happening today. This is what the conflict with Israel is today. It's a war not just to destroy Israel. It's a war to exterminate um, all the Jews of the world now. That source has been quoted many times on Palestinian TV and by Palestinian leaders uh, and in various educational settings. But the most shocking time we ever heard it was two weeks after the massacre of October 7th. Uh, the Palestinian Authority Ministry of Religion published its talking points for the Friday sermons. Uh, mm. and this was one of the talking points that they wanted to have in all the mosques in the Palestinian Authority. They wanted every Muslim preacher in every mosque in the PA to remind their people that the hour of resurrection won't come until Jews are killed by Muslims. And now, when they're reminding them of this two weeks after that massacre, oh what they are saying is that massacre was part of the process of redemption. Muslims murdering Jews, Muslims killing women, children, babies, everyone. That's what the PA was telling its people. And again, this wasn't Hamas. This was the Palestinian Authority that is funded, the Ministry of Education, Ministry of Religion, of course, funded by foreign donors. These are the messages to their people. Itamar, you and I had a conversation before we um, signed on to this, this recording about the future of America, our future leaders, that we're raising our future leaders. How important is what is happening today and us getting this right? How is it? How important is it for the future of our American-Israeli friendship? It, it's critical. The the education that American children working with the assumption that they're good kids. If they believe that the right thing to do is to hate Israelis and Jews because Israel is a Jewish state, then they're going to hate Israelis and Jews if they believe it's the right thing to do. And that's what that's what the horrific education they've been receiving up till now has been convincing them. So that even good kids will go out in the street and, and support Hamas because they think it's the right thing to do. And Whatever you can do to to work to get American education to let to give the true education to the kids, both about Jewish history in the land, uh, about Israel's willingness to compromise, about the Palestinian Authority religious hatred. Uh, you know, when when secular people in America and in Europe, when they they tell me it's a Palestinian Authority nationalistic battle for land, I say, wait a second, why are you telling them what they believe? Why don't you listen to what they say they believe, right. listen to what they say their people, and then I play it for them, and then I show it to them, and then they're shocked. Now, this is what American youth have to hear. I don't think one in a thousand American youth uh, will be willing to support the Palestinian Authority uh, and their terror when they are told and shown the documentation that they believe massacring men, women, children, beheading babies um, is part of Allah's plan. 
uh, and that they're doing this in the name of Islam. They won't. So it's a matter of getting them the right fact, what exactly the Palestinian Authority is, what they stand for, and what Israel stands for. Israel stands for peace and, and, and living with our neighbors. Right. Absolutely. I was um, talking with somebody the other day about an interview we did with Ari Fold, and he was um, it was for our documentary, The Boycott This documentary, and he was talking about the the advancements that are made in technology, in the healthcare industry, in pharmaceuticals that Israel has brought to the world. And he said, we're accused of being bloodthirsty baby killers. That doesn't compute. How can you take the people that are creating all the good things for humanity and then say that they're bloodthirsty baby killers? It's just it's not it's not true. And um, one of the things I did want to get your comment about is the recent Harvard Harris poll stating that the majority of registered voters ages 18 to 24 in the United States want Israel to be ended and given to Hamas and the Palestinians. That is, this is, I mean, we know we've been heading in this, the trend has been heading in this direction. And we shouldn't really be surprised by it. But at the same time, it is shocking. What are your thoughts about this? How did we miss it? Exactly. Well, you're absolutely right. It was shocking. And I'll tell you, in a certain sense, I... I, I I knew this was happening. There were times that I've spoken in North American universities where literally the police had to guide me out, had had to surround me and get me out because there was so much anger, specifically usually by the Muslim population uh, that was watching. Um, Not that I said anything anti-Muslim. Of course I didn't. I just showed the videos of what was happening in the Palestinian world. Um, So I knew this was happening. Uh, I didn't. I had no idea it was this bad already. I had no idea that they could already put a check. They said, "Okay, success. We've already changed the American youth uh, and their beliefs through again through through lies and demonization." Uh, for them to believe, if any of them had ever read the Hamas Charter, I don't think any of them would be supporting Hamas. Hamas Charter, by the way, has explicit explicit. Uh, Hadith, the one that calls about the extermination of the Jews. And in fact, in the Hamas charter, it's introduced with the words, Hamas is looking forward to fulfill Allah's promise, no matter how long it will take. And then it talks about exterminating and killing Jews. Well, you show that to any normal Christian in America and say, this is what Hamas is about. And they will say, my God, I could never support that. Mm. Calling for the extermination in their charter. So it's a matter of Lack of education, misinformation, false information, uh, Israel's enemies and the Jewish people's enemies have lots of money for this misinformation. Uh, and we have to, you have to, Americans who, who care about the future uh, of Israel and America have to re-educate their youth, have to fight for this because America will go as its children are educated. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Itamar, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Are there any final comments you would like to share with our audience and how and how can they get involved or follow the work that you're doing? 
Yes, they definitely can get involved and follow, and they can also fight for Israel with our material. Our website's address is palwatch.org. That's P-A-L-W-A-T-C-H.org. Go into our website and subscribe to get our daily updates and send those daily updates to your friends. Let them see what's really going on. Send them to university students. Uh, send them to the media. Send them to journalists who you know. Uh, so many people are misinformed. Let them know what the Palestinian Authority really, really stands for, and they can do their part to to help solve this problem for Israel. Absolutely, Edemar. Thank you. So they can. You've also you're on social media. They can find you on Facebook, yes. Twitter, or X. Yes. Okay. Uh, Instagram. Okay. Very good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Edemar, thank you so much. God, God bless you for the work that you're doing. We are so grateful. I just want to add to the comments that you made. Christians need to remember that our enemy, these Islamists, are coming for the Saturday people, the Jews, and the Sunday people, the Christians. They are very clear, as Edomar stated, they are very clear about what their agenda is. And we have to stand up against this. We have to hold our elected officials accountable. We cannot tolerate this propaganda in our classrooms. You have to be watching what your children are learning. You need to make them bring home their textbooks, especially their history, their social studies, their Middle East studies textbooks. You've got to review them, ladies and gentlemen, because our children in America are slowly being indoctrinated just like the kids in these Arab countries. But in closing, um, I hope you all found this program informative. We will post this podcast on our website and all of our podcast platforms so that you can share with your family and friends. Remember... As PJTN Watchmen, we have a biblical mandate to stand against the ungodly rising Nazi threat that is destroying this nation and other Western nations, threatening our Judeo-Christian values, promoting anti-Semitism and anti-Israelism. We cannot remain silent, ladies and gentlemen. God warned the prophet Ezekiel about the responsibility of the watchman, that if the watchman sees the enemy advancing, and and certainly we have seen how the enemy is advancing in this interview, but if the watchman sees how the enemy is advancing, the duty of the watchman is to sound the alarm so that there won't be any innocent bloodshed. Because if we don't warn As a watchman, if we don't warn our neighbors, our family, our friends, and innocent blood is shed, our friends in Israel, and innocent blood is shed, God is going to hold us responsible for this. You have to share this information. Please share this podcast with your family and friends. And also, ladies and gentlemen, share and like this podcast as well. We have to push this message out as through every avenue we possibly can. Remember, Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, silence in the face of evil is itself evil. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. Don't forget to join us for the next week's podcast as we continue this conversation about combating the rise of anti-Semitism 
and taking back local control of our communities and our children's education. I want to also remind you that if you have not signed up to become a PJTM Watchman, you can help support this mission through your through our award-winning documentaries and Focus on Israel programs, as well as more programs just like this one for just $20 a month. So go to our website at pjtn.org to watch our programs and listen to our past podcasts. With your generous monthly donation, you can ensure that PJTN remains on the front lines and in the headlines, but we can't do it without your faithful prayers and financial support. I hope that you will prayerfully consider supporting our mission as we educate to activate Jews, Christians, and all people of conscience to stand on the front lines of this all-encompassing war. God bless you and thank you for all you do on behalf of our Jewish brethren, the State of Israel, and these United States. Thank you again for joining me on this edition of Proclaiming Justice. Please share this podcast with your family and friends. For more information about how you can get involved, please visit our website at pjtn.org. As a PJTN Watchman, you can help us keep up the fight to preserve our freedom for our children and their children for such a time as this.